0: Everybody else ready? Mm-hmm. Am I ready? <laughs> all right. No um, leave
1: until you sign things then.
0: All right. Three, two, one. All right. Ready. Go. All right. Call to order. Uh, roll call. Mr. Lamar. Present. Mr. Kavicki. Present. Ms. Hughes. Present. Stand for the Pledge of Allegiance.
1: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America.
2: and And to
1: the republic for which it
3: stands, one nation, under
0: God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay. I make a motion that we approve and sign the meeting minutes from June 8, 2021. Do I hear a second? Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kavicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. Okay, I make a motion we sign the meeting minutes of June 11, 2021. Do I hear a Second. Second. Roll call. Mr. Lamar? Yes. Mr. Kabicki? Yes. Ms. Hughes? Yes. Okay. Anybody for open form? Anybody's got any questions for open form?
1: I, I don't have anything
2: emailed. And Nothing on the yeah, sign in sheet? No good. emails.
0: Okay. We go on to reports. Uh, fiscal office report. Ms. Okay. Um So, uh, thank
2: you. June
1: reports the, um, it is, it's the halfway point of the budget year. Our general fund ending balance, I'm sorry, I probably need to do that. General fund ending balance is 3068609 which is a decrease of 4% for May. Restricted fund ending balance is 5334620 which is a decrease of 4% for May. Combined, these funds total 8403229 which is a decrease of 4% for May. For the month of June, revenues were 36,420. Expenses were 368,272. Year-to-date revenues, 3,362,274. Expenses, 2,311,242. The second half revenue settlement from the Hamilton County Auditor will occur in September. Uh, Voter-approved levy revenues do not fully cover the cost of public services to residents. Jet Z business revenues supplement the cost of services that exceed our property tax revenues. And thanks to Columbia Township's success in attracting and supporting businesses, we're able to continue to provide residents with exceptional services at a lower cost.
0: Thank you. Any questions about the report? No. Thank you. Thank you. Great news. Okay, now we move on to the road superintendent's report. Anybody got any questions about Mr. Cervizzi's road superintendent report? Then we go on to the always good, always thorough, always detailed Administrator's Report with Ms. Taylor.
2: Uh, On the cover of the Administrator's Report is a picture of the crews responding to uh, recent fallen trees after a strong uh, summer storm. The crews are extremely busy this time of year. I know everyone Realizes they're very busy during snow and ice season, but this is equally if not more of a busy time of season I wanted to remind everyone that our crew comes to work every day to provide the provide the exceptional services That our residents and businesses know that we do can count on us to do exceptionally and uh, that they love and our current services are right-of-way mowing twice a month monthly brush pickup Tracks, trash collection in the business districts and our park and then before and after storms the crews check and clear all street catch basins of debris and then afterwards remove debris from any township right-of-way. Uh, starting just high level at the state and the county, the state has uh, announced $155 million in Ohio grants to small and medium businesses. I'm going to leave this piece for our economic development Uh, representative uh, Dustin Montgomery to cover in in his report his quarterly report Uh, Hamilton County commissioners established with uh, funding from the US Treasury for pandemic relief uh, the 513 relief.org website uh, where residents and businesses can go for financial and other assistance if you need funds for rent assistance utility assistance food job placement or small businesses need grants, you can go to the 513relief.org or call the Hamilton County Board of Commissioners' main number, 513-946-4400. It's a really uh, great website. They set it up with ease of use in mind, and I uh, am impressed with what they did. We have had chronic problems with door-to-door solicitors posing as gas and electric reps. Uh, The Public Utilities Commission of Ohio Recognizes that door to door soliciting by individuals that are trying to take residents convince residents to come off of an aggregation program and come on to their providers program that those problems are increasing and then during the pandemic due to the concern about the spread of the virus PUCO blocked the door-to-door sales and so I believe that that has been lifted because the sales have started again and it's more sales it is lies the residents are are being told that there's a problem with their Duke Energy account Or their aggregation account or they're representing that they're with our (coughs) aggregation provider and telling them that they need to sign some paperwork to clear that up so we have been telling residents as they call us that these are unauthorized solicitors which is a violation of our policy and that they should call the non-emergency dispatch Hamilton County non-emergency dispatch and to immediately as soon as the rep uh, basically they close the door and we had recommend do not engage with them and call the police and and or call the township and our energy uh, services provider will never call you, will never come to your door. You are part of a aggregation program in Columbia Township that is professionally run and we do not do uh, door-to-door marketing. You will only ever be contacted in writing and the letter will include the logo of the energy company that is our provider, whether it's an electric provider or a gas provider, next to Columbia Township's logo. So if someone at your door <coughs> cannot provide a document that has Columbia Township's logo, that you then call us and verify, uh, they are uh, basically lying to you. And so we encourage you to help shut them down. On the subject of energy aggregation, we do have a new electric provider for two years, effective in August. So next month, uh Dyna-G is the name of the company. It's a two-year contract, and an, a letter was sent out with Columbia Township letter uh, logo on it to all households in Columbia Township and the other seven communities that are part of our aggregation pool. And it offers two options. One, this time, a 100% green energy option solar backed it's it costs a little more but it is a solar option or you can in, not do anything and you will be automatically enrolled in our discounted electric program and then of course ohio law requires that we give all residents the option to opt out of any aggregate prog- aggregation program which will require you to secure gas and electric contracts with providers directly on your own the uh madison place firehouse update we still have a tentative fall opening we have um, schedule impacts as a result of materials on a back order contractor employee shortages and now we are experiencing the good news is that we have more than half a million dollars in grants in the project the bad news is that the grant agencies are so short-staffed as a result of the pandemic a number of them have not yet brought all of their staff back at the state and don't plan to do so until after the end of the summer and so there's a backlog for reviewing our materials for the firehouse to allow us to proceed to construction and so uh however there are a good things still happening over this coming month. Uh, our residents and businesses will see that we are going to be continuing with utility relocations before um, and other upgrades and then we are going to resurface Murray Avenue East. We had a resident call this morning and say just checking to see when Murray Avenue might be repaired <coughs> and we asked what section do you live in? And the person said oh the one near the firehouse and we said look for it within 30 days so that was a great and they, they said you're are you, really thank you so much so that was a good a, a well-timed call um, Murray Path extension yay opens this week I'm sure you're going to address that so I won't I won't go there um, let's talk about it now. okay yeah so they are uh, have paved Murray Path and uh, Uh, They're installing all of the directional signage, as well as no parking signage on each side of the berm, and then next week they will pull the construction cones.
4: Let's hope so. There's been delays because of the weather. Weather is, yeah. The weather's been miserable, so it should be open next week, and residents there hopefully will get to enjoy the bike path and the lack of construction and noise. Um, And as a reminder, um, it'll be the fall before they any of the landscaping which will be fantastic when it's done. It's going to be one of the best most beautiful bike paths in the county and beyond. Um, they're going to trim it before then. It doesn't look great right now but mm-hmm. it will soon and this fall will look amazing.
3: It's it really
2: exciting. It. Really nice to see every time we drive by there's something new there.
4: And again it's it's amazing to be partnered with Marymont on this. Mm-hmm. They're so transparent with information and it's just been a great partnership in my opinion to partner with them on this bike path and well, it's not a bike path, but it's a multi-use path. Multi-use path.
0: Yeah, they've <laughs> really <laughs> been and awesome. And, and, you know, to, to go on that is have thrilled to hear that, thrilled to see that, and it took a lot of hard work from a lot of people from the past administration to Melissa, yep. Brian, Susan, everybody here. Um, so I'm glad we're working so closely together. I really do enjoy that. So. Um, and they've been great to work with. Yeah. And we continue to have some great projects on our plate that we can want to continue to work with them, mm-hmm. and events and yeah. other things. And yes, we want to eventually see these communities kind of kind of blend closer together, because we're right mm-hmm. on the border of each other. And a lot of the parts of Columbia Township, down where I live, kind of share the same school district and everything mm-hmm. else. And our you know, Marymont Krogers, Marymont Promenade, you know, and so it, it is closely tied to it. Absolutely, and we don't apologize for that. So
2: well, we know where the jurisdictional lines are for <coughs> services, but other people, people don't. don't. Yeah. They, ha- they have no idea.
0: And Chief Hines and the Hamilton County Sheriff have a great working relationship together and 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 uh, so I just think it, it all works and it's gotten just so much better the lines of communications etc And the new mayor, it's been dynamite.
2: Long time coming. Love it. Absolutely. So Hillendale the Hillendale full reconstruction. Uh, including drainage and curbs is completed and I wanted to remind everybody that Columbia invested $1,600,000 in this complete street reconstruction and uh, under former administrator Mike Lemon had won a 50% grant from Ohio Public Works Commission so our net out-of-pocket uh, is 800000 which will be paid off over 30 years on a zero interest loan. Zero point. Thank you, Mike. Yes, thank you, Mike. (laughs) 0.00% interest loan. (laughs) And uh, just as a quick factoid, our road and bridge levy generates only a little over $600,000 a year. So here's an example of one road that exceeds our entire annual revenue for road improvements, but we are grant hounds. And uh, so we continue to apply and secure and then move uh, roads forward. And then next time I'll talk about the next two (laughs) roads that are up. Uh, in Madison Place for. And, and when you see we're
0: grant hounds, a little kudos to, to uh, Melissa here, which is this is her economic development background where she focuses on, and her personality and sweetness <laughs> at times and directness <laughs> at times. Attacking yeah. at others. He knows very get it, how to get it and how we power the velvet steamroller. For anybody who hasn't heard me say it by now, but really, your ability to get these grants has really yeah. been tremendous. And and I know it, it just it, it's just helpful to get you out. To find new ways of going and doing things, so thank you.
2: I appreciate that. that. But as you said, grants are part knowledge and a significant part of relationships and And trust. We and trust
0: that you're going to get it done.
2: And that is becoming (sighs) increasingly important as grant grantees default on their grants. inability to deliver a project, or something happens with their funding and they end up not being able to provide the match after all. It does make grant agencies a little shaky. And so they, when they know and trust that we can deliver on a project, uh, they actually come to us. Uh, you, you know, we won the, uh, pro, the grant, the grants for the firehouse, the, a couple of the county programs that we applied to, well, the, the new round opened and they actually contacted us <laughs> and said, "Will you bring a project forward?" And I said, "I'm. We're still delivering the one that we have, but we'll be back."
0: And maybe I'm kind of spinning this a little bit, but some of the, the podcast, you obviously were a part of it with, with uh, the new sheriff, Charmaine McGuffey. You go look at our meetings with with um, uh, Denise Treehouse to Bridget Kelly. I think in in the events we throw, all those are part of a mix that you know the. Some of the programs we did with the restaurants that were respected by a lot of people we were the first i think columbia township's got a great reputation of people kind of look and sit down at the table and go i like what they do their businesses respond to them. people like them they are dynamic open-minded they're doing cutting-edge things mm-hmm. I it gets contagious that people go look at us and go they've got it together and i think that came across even yesterday when we did the podcast with you know the sheriff and her her lieutenants and assistants i think they walked out of everyone two thumbs up, yeah. I like these guys. And that is contagious, and that's really helpful, so kudos to everybody involved that's embraced this new culture we're trying to build, mm-hmm. the new communications. All these events have other consequences that are positive that make everybody, from Marymount seeing us throwing these 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 tribute parties to whatever we're doing, I think everybody looks and goes, I like these guys, mm-hmm. they, they got it together. So there's other things I only like to just kind of tell everybody, there's a lot of other derivatives that come from it. So. Thank you for everybody involved. And it's again a thank you. Even we did that margarita bill party. It was more professional, more mm. polished than it's ever been. It's gotten better and better and better. So, we put a new shine and a new um, image to Columbia Township, and I'm proud of it. So, thank you.
2: Well, the quote-unquote real Jimmy Buffett is at Riverbend tonight. tonight yeah. so yeah. <laughs> we already threw the party. Sorry. Sorry, Jimmy. anti And this
4: guy's younger. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'd love to add. It's not just getting the grants. I am fortunately a recipient of a new road because of the grants of Columbia Township and mm-hmm. Street in Madison Place is a new road. Mm-hmm. And getting the grants themselves is a challenging a lot of work by Melissa and the team here. But also you have to partner with other government entities to do that. Mm-hmm. My street we had they had to work with the city of Cincinnati because part of my street is in the city. The same thing will likely happen next year with additional grants that we have to partner with other government entities and that's you can imagine how easy that is to work with timing and mm-hmm. other teams and government people and agencies. So I'm so happy yeah. to be part of a team that can just leverage this money and grants consistently over and over again because we would not have the funds to do this. Uh,
0: so I didn't mean to over go off this, but it's nice to kind of explain to everybody what does all this mean. Yeah, right? and that's why I only went off on this. So go ahead.
4: We have a
2: professional United Board and we have professional United staff Mm -hmm. and so you can actually get down to business
3: Yeah,
2: keep your nose. Keep your nose down. So we have to wrap up our uh, parks paths and roads (laughs) We have five road and pedestrian safety studies underway. I'll just hit on a couple Uh, uh, We have speed studies uh, that are underway, and we already have had residents calling about seeing cables on some of the targeted roads. Yep. So we have targeted high-speed areas uh, that we identified uh, and worked with Lieutenant Enderley's office uh, on um, high ticketing. ticket areas so we're looking at data not only from the uh, TEC engineering which engineering company is conducting the speed study so they're putting cables in the on the targeted roads over the course of the summer they'll move the cables around so cables coming to a street near you potentially Uh, and then also looking at data from traffic citations and then also we will be looking at areas identified as frequently rolled stop signs. And so it was interesting, Sheriff McGuffey, when we, uh, I think David in one of his questions posed, in terms of the technology, we're doing this study because we understand from our engineering expert advisors that the radar speed signs, the driver feedback signs, and other types of signs are effective in helping reduce speeding and reduce uh, traffic stop sign rolling and what was her perspective on it and she said that it is very helpful Uh, people uh, it's definitely worth it anyone listening has or watching has not seen the podcast definitely for the entire entirety of the podcast but for this specific piece because so many people are concerned our residents call us regularly about the speed on my street has increased Mm. and people do not stop they they blow through or roll stop signs and some of it is having adjusted to a quieter environment during the pandemic and it's actually just starting to come back up to normal but it feels like it's not normal Uh, and uh, the other part of it is that and and this was interesting that sheriff Mm he said that the driver distraction is increasing Mm -hmm. you know people are in the work mindset trying to get to work or trying to get home or something like that and that having something that flashes and gets their attention is very helpful other than a flat one-dimensional sign that they're used to seeing and we're all um, desensitized to so that was well, interesting it,
0: even as I look at the perspective of my neighborhood if you have a neighbor out there that sees that oh you're going fast it's one thing but actually say, no, you you were going 35 and a 25 I mean it's clearly identifiable it is a little bit of a self-policing. And the other thing too is, is I know when we first put those speed signs up, we kind of thought, let's try this. Let's not go to the speed hump because of the controversies and the drama with that that, and mm-hmm. all this. So we did do the um, this and we always said back then, and it was under obviously Mike Lemon's administration, that if it works, let's try it. If it doesn't work, it's not a monumental investment, although mm-hmm. they're not cheap. But I think it is working. So the question I've got is challenging this team Susan certainly in part of your neighborhood, Caroline in your neighborhood, Brian is still where else would we put them? In other words, we got them going one way, do we have them going the other way, and do we not just go take advantage and go use And that's some in of the
2: study. Okay. We provided we provided all that content in the study. We identified okay. I think 10 streets plus areas where the stop signs are being rolled frequently, and then also asked them to look at if these if one is already installed, if a radar speed sign is already installed on one side for one direction is it also merited on the other for example row?
0: Yeah, but I guess let's set a goal that over the next year that we go ahead and install some more of those those speed signs in, in high traffic areas that I'm sure a lot of you guys probably can guess which ones they are but certainly the the engineering and the traffic studies will document right. that.
2: He'll, they expect to have the speed counts completed by the end of uh, August uh, they're out there already, as I said, and then they're going to provide recommendations to us for uh, all locations for uh, the flashing radar signs as well as for the signs for uh, rolling stop signs.
0: And it's going be interesting because part of the, even the dynamic where you put those speed signs is who wants them in front of their yards. So there's another part of it is yeah. where do they belong? In yes. Other words, within reason, all yeah. right, you want it here, but it's going to go maybe a little bit down the street if, you know, an eighth of right. a mile. Because you know in between a, a vacant lot or a neighborhood that's th- or a, a, a part of your yard that's treed or whatever because mm-hmm. some people are just going to think you're not going to go put this right in front of my front <laughs> right. my maple tree I mean it's just <laughs> doesn't look good so there's a little bit of that dynamic
2: and and I appreciate that and that's a really good point I think when we have the recommendation back we'll bring it to the trustees for discussion and then uh go out to the different neighborhoods I know that John Servizi has told me that went before they put have put up signs of any type uh in the past that they'll check with the neighbors and if there's any concern they'll try to move it to a property line or to a wooded area or abandoned house (laughs) 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 we're we're making making sure with property code that those we're getting rid of those all right all right so um uh one other mention is that we had requested safety lighting be added on us 50 to the crosswalk in front of 50 west that connects the north side of wooster to the south side uh, and all of our neighborhoods to the north as well, to the to the businesses on the south. And Duke installed those just a few weeks ago. So with the crosswalk actually has now safety lighting on Duke poles. Uh, so the flashers are effective in catching driver attention that there's something going on, but the lights now illuminate mm-hmm. actually that there are people in the crosswalk, which was not the case before.
4: Can I ask a quick question? do you happen to know the timing of the Plainville Road grace changes we dependent upon the county to do that so this is a county road so
2: that is the Plainville Road so there's a Plainville Road study it's both uh, we asked if we could lower the speed yep. and they're they're looking at that that speed study is is uh, underway if not completed and then we asked to upgrade the crosswalk yes, with flashers does. so the crosswalk uh, is approved and we are uh, our, the flashers are on back order as a result of the pandemic. Okay. So we're just waiting for them to come in. So we have that budgeted and that and the county has approved that and then we're waiting for the speed study goes also through ODOT. Of course. Yeah.
4: Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, closing my report. We love our businesses. So we open with we love our staff and we close with we love our businesses because they're both so important. Our second and final We hope pandemic stimulus has ended July 1st with our Show Some More Love Columbia Township that we launched Valentine's Day weekend, which seems like it was a year ago, Uh, and we had several thousand gift cards that were handed out, $25 gift cards to residents, uh, and some residents received two, and some lucky attendees at Margaritaville received (laughs) lots (laughs) we had gift card uh distributors working the crowd and people were really excited to get them and uh, so that has ended and we are pleased uh at how all of the restaurants have said that it's been such a great way for the township to show that we matter to them and also to drive new business to them and reminding you over the course of both of the programs the initiatives that we did the one in april may of 2020 and then this past year the restaurants told us that and residents told us we went to restaurants that we had never tried and we liked them and then the restaurants told us that they uh had uh people who had not come due, due to the pandemic had just stayed away were cooking at home but because we gave them an, a very nice cash incentive you know, 25 or $50, they stepped out of their house and went back and glad that they did and then made it a habit of getting carry out or, you know, whatever during the pandemic. So it was a really interesting to be, it was almost a triangle with the township in the middle, the residents and the businesses all sharing what a great experience this is. So I appreciate again, the board's leadership in being the first out of the gate with the 2020 uh, pandemic. Um, stimulus and a great way to engage with our residents to not just give money to businesses through a grant even though that's was the value of the program and what was authorized under CARES by the US Treasury to help them with that but also engaging the the residents to take it and make it tenfold a hundredfold so uh, and to close under we love our businesses The new Maserati Alfa Romeo building at Porsche of the village is completed and then now the Woosti team is shifting to completely renovate the existing building for both Volvo and for Porsche which will continue through the end of the summer.
0: And I think the building and the landscaping look great. Really nice. Yeah, nice photo.
2: And Dustin has a photograph in the economic, economic development report which I pirated (laughs) or the administrator report (laughs) Dustin took that photograph it it is it is professional
0: and and if I could uh, I'm going to maybe switch up the order going to trustees reports that are going to dovetail the administrators reports because I think it kind of segues in so we're going to shift the order go to the trustees reports because I'll just add this to what you said Um, a couple of things one we've got some you know since COVID kind of finished up and now we've got the ability I call it the run-and-shoot offense to go um, do some more things to connect the township, connect people together. We've got a couple of things that we're coming up that we're excited about that we're hopefully being announcing soon that are in the works in terms of entertaining, bringing people, bringing some things to Columbia Township to let it shine, let other people see what we're doing. And we're excited about that. We've got some hard hat parties. And Caroline, you had a hand in kind of coming up with that theme above mm-hmm. showing what's going on in the firehouse. We'll be announcing those soon. So, I at least want to just kind of tease that up rather than just surprising everybody. But we, they're on our radar more events in Madison Place, Williams Meadow, Ridgewood, and really the whole entire community. And we got a really exciting event we're working on, hopefully at 50 West that we pull off. It will come off in August. And if it comes off, you'll be getting something there soon that'll be a major event. Um, we're hoping we're going to pull this off, and we'll hopefully be announcing that soon. And then the only other thing I wouldn't want to mention is we, you know, I don't know how to go leverage this, but, you know, we're hoping with some of the economic development responsibility, the medical marijuana combined with some of the things from the past administration to the new administration, take a leap of faith to go roll back taxes and reduce the levy through our waste levy, bringing taxes down. We need to go do some podcasts and some information sessions to inform the public of exactly what the waste levy means, why we're doing it, why we're rolling back taxes, which is incredible, and really go talk about it and educate them what it means, what they need to do um, so that they're properly informed to do it. So I guess, Brian, I know you chair some of those podcasts, but let's put that on our radar, I'm thinking in September, mm-hmm. to do an information maybe bring in some guests to talk about it or whatever it is uh, to properly inform the public, because uh, we obviously need our waste levies, but it's at a reduced tax rate and really make sure everybody's fully up to speed on that, why we're reducing it, how we're reducing it, what it means, et cetera. So I only wanted to go through that in addition to the Administrator's I appreciate report. that. And then let's go segment into trustees' reports. What else do you have, the report of trustees' report?
4: Another report, I just wanted to mention Mary Path is closing soon, and to thank Mary Mott. Closing soon. Opening, uh, opening, soon. opening the soon, the construction is closing soon. That's closing what I thought you soon.
0: Okay, Susan, you have anything
1: to add? I just wanted to thank you for patrolling Erl- Erling and Marie. I see a difference already. And we got a lot of kids that nobody watches. And we'd like to see the bikes up there too. Okay.
0: Mm, thank and, you. And, and, and we'll tell you what, we'll segue in and switch up the order again with Lieutenant Enderly, but as we said in our podcast, uh, you guys do special things, and as Melissa mentioned in the podcast, I'm going to say this here, that she's reached out to you and you've been fishing, and, and you, you tell the story. You reached out to him when he was fishing and he was sitting in the lake on vacation and he still responds to the call of duty. Yeah,
2: We complimented uh, Major Ketamin and also Lieutenant Enderly, who's here with us today, to new sheriff Charmaine McGuffey she was talking about the availability of staff the commitment of their serve the service that they are service-led and uh, that you're she's immediately available and her staff is immediately available to address whatever is needed 24-7 and I related a personal story that lieutenant Enderley always answers my call or my text no matter the time of day or the day including when he's on vacation and has told us he will be on vacation he has answered the call when he was fishing and And took care of something for us
0: that they they should be wearing capes and suits so we do appreciate that and i only say this because we're going to continue to work to to make sure everybody understands how local you guys are and really you know use that because you guys do a great 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 job and i want to get more of our communities to get to know you guys better and um, and that. So, with that said, let's go to the police reports.
5: Well, I, I would just like to thank you for the very nice comments. Uh, you know, both the major and I watched the podcast, and it was it was excellent. We meant um, that really that the comments were just very very nice. We appreciate that. Um, the only other thing I really have is, is you have the reports, but I, I want to bring your attention to the, the commendation uh, that we have in there. Are a couple of officers and what they did on uh, June thirtieth. When we experienced those those heavy rainstorms and a couple of vehicles that you know had flooded out and were trapped in uh, some floodwaters, um, and the officers did a tremendous job wading into the floodwaters, getting people out of the cars. Um, we've all seen stories you know on TV where vehicles and people are washed away uh, in floodwaters. So um, I just wanted to make sure that these guys were recognized for that. And they did a heck of a job.
0: Appreciate that and the flooding yeah. is not unique to columbia township so yeah, i know that's gone right. all over the place and so. it's very dangerous
2: and should be left to the professionals yes, waiting in no. any type of floods yes flooding. i appreciate
0: that so thank you
4: and thank you i've just happened to run into your team a couple times in my neighborhood and they're just so professional and service oriented and community oriented and i it's amazing and they see me walking around the neighborhood they always check and say hi and they do it with a lot of people they know in the neighborhood and so uh, thank you to your and your team i mean we're, we're we're fortunate to have them.
5: Thank you very
0: much.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And you guys need to hear more of that, don't you? Really? It's nice to hear that (laughs) in this day and age. with His his head
0: All right. Anything else to add? Any other questions? Okay, that we will move on to Dustin Montgomery, always an expert on economic (laughs) development. He's going to tell us what's going on.
3: Thank you very much. Glad to be here, guys. Um, You know, the last quarter... Um, and economic development was um, continued the trend of positive news I think for Columbia Township both in getting new businesses and also seeing some expansion of businesses that are already here Um, so there's a lot of good information in the report but I'll just call attention to what I consider three of the highlights from the the report Um, CBT um, otherwise known as Cincinnati Belt and Transmission before they changed their name to CBT at Ridge and Highland they're currently going to be planning an expansion to construct a 20,000 square foot addition they've been very happy and pleased with the partnership between Columbia Township and them and have found their um, location to be very valuable to their business growth to um, be additional new employees do you know I did yeah. not know about okay. additional I don't believe there's a lot of new employees Scott, okay. still great Good. yes yeah. yeah and it further Further's their commitment yeah, to the township. Yeah. And the county
2: commissioners approved it um, this past
3: month. Okay. Could extension. Um, a new twenty seven unit luxury apartment community is coming to forty forty Walton Creek Road. Um, a very nice welcome addition to the township for new housing. Uh, and retail spaces continue to fill up in the township which is again a positive news that we've seen and, with kind of yeah
0: and I'm gonna go back to the 4041 guys and I only says because I like to go back to you say love our businesses Melissa but one of the things they said that even made the papers is says how much and how important 50 West and being next to what all those guys have done so as we continue to watch you know a really major flagship brand in our community go through these tough times and continue to compete with all the other brew pubs, they're a major flagship and it's part of the reason why those guys came in and invested as they wanted to be near that facility. That was in the Enquirer and it's just duly noted and I only say that as we continue to invest in these businesses, there's other reasons why it is so vitally important. I'm sorry to interrupt you, you no one
3: any time and it's it's a good point uh, yeah. there's a lot of spillover from business yes. expansion that happens in business retention um, and business retention is a lot easier than attracting new businesses you got it so it's good to invest in your businesses that you have um, the retail spaces are filling up as I was saying and Merrimack Promenade is seeing two new spaces or existing spaces filled with iCare on the square and Servati pastry um, shop which I'm I really excited about Cervantes does a nice job. My last year, uh, this last year, we got my daughter a cake from Cervantes, and it was absolutely the best cake we've ever had.
2: I just changed my route to work.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's exciting. So those are the uh, key points that I want to bring to your attention um, from the report. Thank you. I'd
4: love to add um, fleet feet opened up and I think that you went into the Fleet Feet. I came in about an hour after you did David and welcomed them to the community and at the 50 West location so there's a lot going on there. And as, and as he
0: mentions Fleet Feet just to be that'd be right next to 50 West on their campus where the bikes were parked out in front and uh, Fleet Feet sells high-end gym shoes you know whatever you want they also sell bicycle out attire, lululemon stuff so it's a very high end very exciting and whatever we can do to patronize them and help them uh, promote them. So I appreciate and you bringing that up.
4: They want to be involved in the community too. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: Good. So uh, it, that, that is an exciting addition, and I hope they thrive and succeed because that really would send a good message to all the retailers on the Wooster Pike corridor. So yeah. thank you for mentioning it. Thank you, Dustin.
4: Good. Absolutely. Great stuff.
2: I'm going to have Dustin stay with us because yeah. we're going to do a joint presentation when we get to the resolutions, so he'll just
0: okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, With that, we go on to the, I'm going to call just the overall fire district, Little Miami Fire District, and the end of the fire stuff by Mr. Lamar.
4: No real update. I would just ensure residents that um, fire safety is the utmost priority of of the the district and this um, trustee, this group. And so service will not be interrupted at all. You can uh, promise the same great service you always get. So more to come later this year. Okay.
0: Thank you. Any questions? Okay, with that we move on to communications. Any any questions about the communications?
2: Just a couple quickies. You mentioned 50 West. 50 West was in the news again for being a kid-friendly brewery. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I want to say thank you to Lauren Allison Mm. who did a beautiful post for uh, Independence Day in front of our building here. She was able to capture on a gorgeous day with a blue sky American flag the state of Ohio flag and the uh, POW MIA flag in front of our memorial and she posted that for nice. July 4th nice. entirely on her own and so I really wanted to say thanks to her for that and then also we've mentioned uh, be sure to check out our podcast with uh, Sheriff McGuffey and we did a Facebook post about it as well and then asked to post it. so hopefully you get some coverage on Thank
3: that you
0: okay. Uh, that we move on to resolutions. I'm going to pass it back over to Melissa since I get clumsy reading these. <laughs> <All right.
4: clears throat> I
2: think I might let you do okay. that. So we have two resolutions this evening. We're going to do a brief presentation on the first one and the second one will be very short. I'm going to go ahead so I don't forget Ms. Hegan <gasps> I'm going to go ahead and do a first reading and then we will talk about the program. Uh, authorizing a neighborhood economic development program to promote and enhance economic development, quality of life, civic engagement, and property values, and authorizing financial assistance to the Community Improvement Corporation of Greater Cincinnati under Ohio Revised Code 505.701. To de- for certain program expenses and dispensing with the second reading. Um, in 2020, when this board hired me, one of the first conversations that we had was, n- now that we have become financially strong, as I always say, the house that we built of bricks uh, How do we start to give back more to the community and to the neighborhoods uh, from the income that is coming in from our businesses? The first way that we do that, that is silent, we've been silent about, and I am trying to be more vocal about, is that our business income taxes subsidize all of our services. Mm -hmm. So police, roads and bridges, and the waste and recycling uh, as well. So when the trustee board anticipated that in 2021 would be our first medical marijuana payment, we were uncertain about how much it would be, but we guessed. Uh, The discussion and the goal that you gave to me, the challenge that you gave to me is that you wanted to reinvest, at least in the first couple of years, that we knew that we would have the medical marijuana money before the state expanded all of the licenses? How do we give that back to our community? And the first step, which uh, Trustee Kabicki mentioned earlier, is that this fall when we return to the residents for their favorite People's Choice program, the Waste and Recycling Levy, we are cutting the tax rate back 10 years to its 2012 level. And so there'll be more out about that, as David said. That takes up, part of that half a million dollars and then the balance of it we're putting into reinvesting in the neighborhoods directly. So uh, we're proposing to the trustees tonight to authorize the first ever economic development program for our neighborhoods where we will invest in the next two years in a pilot program up to half a million dollars for the neighborhoods to select from a couple of major enhancement options that can be built in their neighborhood. And so we want to foster neighborhood engagement, build better partnerships with our neighborhoods, as well as have neighbors build better partnerships with each other through this initiative. And so uh, I just wanted to tee it up and then I'm going to turn it over to Dustin to go through kind of the specifics of it. But uh, the, the value of this program is that instead of uh, putting the money to another use, the, this trustee board heard the call of the residents that we've reached a point where we are able to really uh, grow this community and go to the next level in terms of how our neighborhoods look, Uh, We're going to be investing more this year and in coming years than ever in roads and, and related improvements including road drainage improvements and continued expansions as Dustin has mentioned by our businesses continued ability to bring new businesses in and how are we growing Columbia Township into a neighborhood that people recognize has great things going on as well as attractive neighborhoods and, and you know, get that message out. And so that is what this evening's uh, presentation is about, Neighborhood Economic Development Grant, NED for short. Did I cover everything, or do you want to? No, thanks, okay. so. And we have just, yeah. you got okay.
3: Here we go, okay. So the program would invest up to half a million dollars over the next two years um, as kind of a pilot for what this would look like. Um, this is it's important to call out that this is in addition to all of the investment that's already being made in the infrastructure the roads the reduction of the levy so this is above and beyond There are going to be major enhancements that will incur in the 15 designated neighborhoods throughout the township um, and these enhancements will be able to be voted on which we'll talk about in a second but this is also in addition to some other really exciting things um that the township wanted to do and that's helping our neighbors connect with our neighbors and columbia township so just creating that continual connection with um people in the township and businesses And, and part of what facilitates that is a new dedicated website for each neighborhood which is really exciting, especially in this digital age, um, and a party for each neighborhood at the future uh, Madison Place Fire Event Center. So this is really cool because that's going to be a state-of-the-art new facility um, and really uh, a nice treat for each of the neighborhoods to enjoy. Neighborhood choice. So the program has built into it a choice for the neighbors. There's gonna be a voting mechanism that will be both online and um, over the phone that can be phoned in to Columbia Township that will allow residents to vote on two um, enhancement programs, designer street signs and neighborhood street signs. Both of these will enhance the community, whichever one would be selected in each individual neighborhood. So each individual neighborhood gets a tally. By the residents, and that neighborhood can vote differently than a neighboring neighborhood.
0: So each neighborhood would vote on their own neighborhood, not on the entire community. Right. Exactly. Each household so, will vote. So Ridgewood would say, "This is what we want here," and
3: somebody else could want something completely different in right. Madison Place. Absolutely. Got it. Yep. Um, and there should we're hoping to get some direct mailer about that voting. Um, looking for that around Labor Day the designer street signs this is just a, a picture that we put up there that's one possibility what these might look like but we're trying to go for something that's high quality um beautifully designed so that it's a real enhancement um to the streets and, and just so i can say when we put
0: designer streets on somebody spearheaded that in williams meadow in our community um, it's a much smaller neighborhood than maybe madison place in ridgewood it made a huge difference in terms of just the impact of having a you know, the routine fence post signs to this. So it's really a nice touch.
3: Um, and then the other um, option that, will, that neighbors, uh, that residents can vote on are the neighborhood street trees. Um, and these are gonna be coordinated with a professional arborist so that things like schedule and installation and type of tree and location will all be professionally run through the arborists that would meet with each individual neighborhood so that everything can be individualized to the individual community. Love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Love it. Yeah. The other pieces are homeowner's associations. Homeowner's associations is a is an actual uh, structure That will receive direct grants through this program and they will be able to make with um, we have designed an approved list of improvements that we basically we did research nationally we did research regionally um, on best practices for types of enhancement programs beautification programs that neighborhoods and communities implement And looking at those lists of improvements and beautification projects, we came up with a definitive list that the homeowner associations will be able to choose from um, based on these direct grants that they receive that they will be able to implement within their own associations.
0: So just to be clear, people that don't have associations, you'll pick what you want and Columbia Township will install them and pay the bill. And for the homeowners associations, you'll just get a check with an understanding that this, the, this is the buffet of list of you what you're allowed to spend it on.
3: Yes, that is correct. For the homeowners associations, there will be a grant application that they will receive and have to sign through the Hamilton County um, CIC. And should they accept the application, then yes, they would receive a direct grant um, and check. And then everyone else is going to be voting. Residents will vote for their neighborhood enhancement. Got one? It is. That the last one? Mm-hmm, it is. Okay.
2: I'd like to close um, before we open up to any questions from the trustees. Uh, I could not have done this project without the idea from the trustees, and it was hijacked by the p- pandemic a bit. But when we were able to resurrect it in, in 2021, with my workload, I could not uh, put all of the effort into this that was necessary. It was, it's seems very simple, a couple of slides, but it's months of work because of the legal factor of being able to do direct grants to HOAs because they're a business entity. Well, we have 15 neighborhoods plus some outlying streets, and there are six HOAs. So we have, uh, you know, the balance of those that we wanted them to feel that they were making the choice. And then, for example, when he mentioned the, the arborist, uh, that we, the township, wasn't weren't going to be you get this tree, you don't get that tree, you know, we will let the arborist work within those neighborhoods that choose that option and determine what's the correct placement. And as you said before, when we put up a speed sign, some people are bring it on, some people are not in my, not by my house, not in my yard. People are the same way with street trees. Um, For the street signs, we're going to be replacing all of the current galvanized standard township signs with these upgraded black fluted signs that have the, the street signs are framed the stop signs are framed and there's a finial on top so really cool uh and we'll be performing that as well with full coordination with the community in the
0: community's vote in the
2: community yeah each household will be able to vote online as he mentioned we have a really cool uh dustin again led this we looked at a number of different ways to do this but each household gets to choose through an online uh, system called SurveyMonkey. It's really popular software. Really easy, click, click, verify that they are uh, at that address, and then the it, there's a page for each neighborhood, and then the survey will tally all of the results, and then we will announce to the neighborhoods what their neighborhood voted for, and then what that rollout schedule will be. And uh, part of settling on the street trees and the designer street signs was, as Dustin said, there's 20-something beautification and enhancement um, options that we looked at nationally, and we had been listening to, after I started as administrator, people tell us, we would like this, we would like that, when are you going to do this? And so these came. That decision for these two came out of a lot of that. And but we wanted to say again, this does. This is on top of. We have millions and millions of dollars of planned, other improvements that are part of our regular program through roadway improvements as well. Um, Trustee Hughes had requested a couple of meetings ago that we do a, an assessment of sidewalks in Columbia Township. That would be part of a public works program, whatever comes out of that. So we, we don't want residents to. Uh, we'll be really careful with the messaging. We don't want residents. They want. We want them to see this as this is an and on top of this is the cherry on top, mm-hmm. right? Of what we're already doing, and this is just a kind of a people's choice. Uh, piece. So again, a bold decision by the trustees to take a substantial amount of money uh, from the budget thanks to the wise decisions made to put economic development tools into place and basically are taking that, what I view, (laughs) if I were the marketing company, uh, a stack of cash and pushing it back to the residents in the form of the, t- the rate cut, tax rate cut on the waste and recycling levy, and in this really bold, really big neighborhood economic development grant.
0: Well, I'm going to say a couple words. on this is one um, incredible, um, incredible. I know how, how difficult it was to pull this off, and the help from all the staff, which is from Kim yeah. and Lauren, John, John Cervizi was King, huge, John huge and Justin, input. And I've seen all the work that went behind this, but versus an idea to execution certainly mike lemon and his fiscal stewardship in the past administrations for some of the decisions made but this is amazing and this is what i call it's like when you go redo your house if you just redo your gutters and your roof it's like that's boilerplate stuff like redoing roads as you said it's the cherry on top when you go put new landscaping plant a new tree uh, i just think it just adds community pride yes you know get people more excited about their neighborhood maybe they don't sell their houses quick and it adds the property values Um, Adds a sense of community involvement, it makes people, the whole image of Columbia Township rises, the image of being in a Columbia in that township, I just, it it has so many derivative effects. And I think when people see this, it reminds me of, I don't name names of communities that did other Zs and somebody says, we don't even have Santa Claus, we don't have light displays, are you kidding me? How does this do something for me? So I think it really is a nice give back to the fans, which is our voters, to say here you go, um, you know, from whether it's my community, Williams Meadow, where they want to do a new light display in front of their neighborhood to enhance the property values, people drive by and go, wow, the trees or or, or you know the the signs. This is unbelievable, unbelievable, and I appreciate and respect and understand the hard and tedious work it took to do it. So. <laughs> For bo- no, I mean that. I mean, because yeah, it's, it's, this yeah. is unusual. This is not something you can go look up and say. Three no. other communities did it. That we are blazing new trails, and um, um, I, I just think it's a, it's unbelievable that we're able to do this. So, kudos. This is monumental. I don't even know what, what to say. So, you guys go from here. I love it.
3: That's all I got to say. Right.
1: Short you. and sweet.
0: Uh,
4: I'll add. I do have a question.
0: This is a big deal. I didn't mean to go off too deep. No.
4: This is, this I is agree. a great deal. I mean, the list of things here dog park, community garden, gateway improvements, street lighting, sidewalks is, I mean, that's just the tip for of the iceberg. I can go on for yeah. a lot longer. Amazing. It'll really improve the neighborhood mm-hmm. feel. And I love it that it's customized for each neighborhood mm-hmm. because Madison Place, we have certain needs. And the Williams Meadow, you have different needs. And where Susan lives, different needs. Mm-hmm. And Ridgewood, different needs. And this is fantastic work. You mentioned it's a pilot. Pilot to me kind of assumes there might be more to come in the future. Is that, What's well, after that, the two-year program?
2: <laughs> that depends. On, we want to do a two-year program first because of the cost of the program. Yeah. We're spreading it across two years. But second, also the magnitude of delivering the program. We're doing a program basically community-wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is no small feat to in, uh, make selections for street trees or install street trees. And uh, even on the, even if everyone voted or half people, half of the neighborhoods voted for the designer, they were decorative, and I think we would like (laughs) to it up to designer, designer street signs it's a large quantity to order we've talked to suppliers vendors in advance can you source this when can you do the install so that all factored into the program as well and we could not expect that everyone could get everything done this fall or staff to coordinate everything this fall with the firehouse and other uh, really important projects going on so we have big ideas we have bold ideas uh, and uh, but they do take time and we want to do them right and so that's why we felt so yes to answer your question, because I wasn't answering it, uh, <coughs> we, this is a, a significant investment. Half a million dollars is 10% um, of our budget. Annually, and we couldn't commit to that every single year. And we can't commit to that type of staff heavy lift with the very lean staff that we have. So we wanted to try it and then see how well it went, and then see what we hear from the neighbors' Perfect. neighborhoods, yeah. and then regroup and decide <clears> throat> it throat> might be something that we do again in a, in, a, in a similar way or in a different way, or take it's a great, different path.
0: Great work.
3: And I think it's important to note that some of this stuff wouldn't happen without the foresight and leadership of the trustees and the township administration um, to say yes to the marijuana dispensaries. <laughs> yes. And say, yes. how can we, not only how can we get you into our community, but how can we work with you to give back by allowing you to come into our community? You were there um, and that'll happen, weren't you? So. Um, <laughs> So I think that that's important because a lot of communities were turning them away and saying, "No, not in my backyard." Yeah. And Columbia Township turned it around and, yep. and, and found a way to create a partnership that is benefiting not only the businesses, the township, the residents. Yeah. Great
0: point, that's and, and the well-being point. of people too. I mean, the, the people that need that stuff. So yes, it is. is. And, yeah. and, created yeah. an
3: issue. Yeah. yeah,
5: correct. We have not had a problem yeah. down there. I think <laughs> great the, point, Carol. We, a Great point. Yeah, we have. Just a, a couple of squad runs for medical issues, which of yeah. why the folks are sure. there anyway because <laughs> they have medical issues. So yeah. Other than that, any criminal activity—it's not existent that was, that
0: was the whisper at the beginning, and you thought, yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah, right. So you're thanks, Dustin,
4: for yeah. recognizing for that, that. that. and maybe we can get another one down there too. Yes, uh. Uh. <laughs> there we go. All right, all right. Uh, so I'd like to about for.
2: Uh, so I have. Uh, you've heard the first reading. May I have a motion and a second to dispense with the second reading and to pass the resolution?
0: so i I'll second. Roll call. Mr.
2: Lamar.
4: Yes.
0: Mr. Pickett.
2: Yes. Ms. Hughes. Yes. Resolution is adopted. Thank you. This is a, a big day for Columbia Township.
0: Huge day. Huge. Huge day. People, when they see this happen, it's going to be really exciting.
2: Yes. All right, final resolution of the day to wrap up designating the north side of Hillendale Drive from Kennedy Avenue to the terminus terminus of Hillendale Drive to be a no parking fire lane area and prohibiting parking therein. No vote on this. This is a first reading. Uh, the after, re, uh, after reconstruction of Hillendale Drive, which included drainage system with curbs, there is insu- uh, it was known as part of the design, but there's insufficient room. If there are vehicles parked on both the north and south side of Kennedy, I'm sorry, Hillandale, it, there's insufficient room for a f- fire or police vehicle to get through. And so John the I road and service superintendent, consulted both with Lieutenant Interley and also uh, acting chief, Terry Chimer, Tim, chair, Terry Timmers <laughs> goodness chair acting <laughs> chief Terry Timmers my apologies uh, long day uh, for uh, their recommendation and we are asking the trustees to allow us to authorize uh, that we restrict uh, vehicles parking on the north side which is against the which is the fire lane it also impacts our snow uh, removal vehicles we cannot get through this yes. so It's a gorgeous road uh, very expensive project and uh, This will be the final piece of making that uh, Look great, but also be safe. So this is the first reading. We're going to notify Residents and provide them 30 days for feedback and then bring this back to you in August for a vote
0: Okay, good. All right. Thanks. All right. I make a motion to approve the payment of bills bank reconciliation financial parts The a second second, second. roll call Mr. Good luck for Mayor, that one. Yes. Uh, Mr.
1: Dickey, yes. Uh, Ms.
0: Yes. And I make a motion to sign the meeting, the minutes and resolutions. Are there a second? Second. Roll call.
1: Mr. Lamont. Yes. Mr. Kavik. Yes. Ms. Hughes.
0: Yes. And I'm gonna make one more comment here. This is a huge meeting, huge thing. Makes me proud to live in Columbia Township, and our stocks were rising. This is this is huge. I'm dead serious. I think we're gonna be the envy of a lot of people. To we already are. Look aren't. at all they're doing, and I just think our brand is continuing to shine. So, and that goes as a tribute to all our predecessors, Mike Lemon, Steve Langenkamp. All the people mm. that came Chris before Kavicki. us, good, uh, all, all these guys that had a hand in this. So, uh, And then all the dynamic leadership of the new administration, Dustin, Kim, Lauren, John, mm. everybody. So this is amazing. So truly a huge day. I'm proud. Thank you. And I make a motion that we adjourn. Do I have a second? Second.
1: second.
2: Roll call. If, if Mr. Lamar. Yes. Mr. Cavett. Yes. Ms. Hughes. Yes.